Welcome to the Beretta Brothers. We're a podcast and a vodcast. You can listen or watch the episode. Just go to theberettabrothers.com. That's B-A-R-R-E-T-T-A brothers.com. Please subscribe, rate us. And we'd love to hear your comments. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to another edition of Gene's Cool T-Shirts, Billy. Oh, uh, this show. I didn't know it was this show. That's what we're taping today. That's my old buddy, old pal, old chummel, buddy, old pal, Joey. Joey Nelson. Joey and this Nelson. was done. This was a, can you read it? Yes, Jerry Nelson, Truro Daydreams, CD release, February 2010. <laughs> they did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he did a CD. <laughs> You did a CD. I did that for Christina. <laughs> you did a yeah, CD. Did Paul mm-hmm. Rudolph, I think, pulled everybody together, right, to produce that? I um, don't know if it was just Paul. Could be. I think Matt was involved with a lot of it. Kevin, maybe. I okay. I don't know who, whose idea it was, but uh, we'll have to find out and give them proper credit. Right, but I'm right. just glad they did it. Yeah, it's cool. It's called Truro Daydreams, as as it says on the shirt. So happy to have it. Mm-hmm. What have you done with your place? Oh, well, you know, I I felt like the pink brothel curtain wasn't, you know, it was enough already. Mm-hmm. And I uh, decided to go into a different room and get a little further away. And I feel like I'm in a corner, you know, I was like right, a little claustrophobic. Yeah. Yeah. See this little guy right up here? Yeah. That's a um, little Roman marionette soldier that mom brought me from Italy. Oh, nice. Yeah. Anyway, there's all kinds of old things back. There's your guitar. Yeah. And your book, Ali. It's not the guitar that I broke over your back, is it? (laughs) No, it wouldn't be here. Uh, There's a Jesse drawing. One of my favorite things is the top right corner. Tell us about that one. one. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, George Harrison on Saturday Night Live with a toy Kermit on his head. I think it was Michael Frith who was there. This is when they were doing The Land of Gorch, and uh, and somebody stuck a Kermit on George's head, and that was a uh, actually bought that at an auction, signed that's by the right. photographer. That's right. Nice. We're gonna have to take pictures, close-ups, and and. Uh... <laughs> And show some of those. But I have something cool. Do you remember this? Yes, I do. What year, though? What year is it? Was, it? it was 1970. 1970. So, so I was at the age of six, allowed to go see Marcus. <laughs> I know. There uh, we are with all, with all of our cousins. I wasn't There's, six here. I was older. That was, was close to the age we were, though, right? No, I'm not six. Is that a, is that a little? Yeah, I guess not. That's no. so. Let's see. Top top row: cousin Lisa and you on the yeah. right. Middle row: cousin Billy, cousin Susan, and cousin Gary. Bottom row: cousin Diana, cousin Nancy, and me. And then we're missing Harry. Yeah, we're missing Harry Romano. Yeah, but anyway, uh, I, yeah. let me show this. That was probably the most famous scene of the movie. They, they pull out this woman's tongue because it's all about the Salem witch trials. And, and torture. Uh, yeah, it was obviously- It was a horror movie. Yeah. yeah. So, so basically it was probably the most disgusting movie that could have been at the time. 
And all the older cousins, including Gene, decided that this was a good idea to do on a holiday. So we all went and our parents were like, yeah, go, let the kids go. Like, they probably didn't right. even hear us say what the movie was. It was just- Yeah, they dropped us off. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, go, 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 great. And uh, so we went and as you walked in, they handed these bags out. And stomach and distress bags. Yeah, basically a vomit bag. And we went in and we sat down <laughs> and um, we sat near the wall. And about maybe 10 minutes into the movie, somebody turned to the wall and said, Oh my God, vomit. And <laughs> it was definitely a stain, although we all jumped over the seats and we were all worried that we were all going to puke, but nobody did. But I have it. And look, it's positively the most horrifying film ever made. Yes. And Herbert Lom was like the guy in it who did all the torturing. And he was the, he was the chief of police uh, in the Pink Panther movies, the one that Pink Panther or that Clouseau drove crazy. Maybe the only V-rated movie, too. V, that's right, rated V for violence. All right, well, um, that's a, some memorabilia, and we have a guest on who happens to love a lot of memorabilia. Hi, you like that little segue? Nice segue. Like what I just did? I saw it. Um, well, I think he's here, Jane. I think he's in our lovely I, green room. I just heard a door open. Yeah, okay. I think. And he's, you know, let's wait for him to grab that uh, the brownie that we left. Okay. And then we should, the right one. There yeah. we go. You ready? Let's bring him in. You ready? Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Bobby Moynihan. Oh, he oh had my the brownie. God. <laughs> you got the brownie. Nice. <laughs> hey, man. How you doing? We're good. We're good. We're glad you're here. Well, me too. This is a blast. How much time have you had to spend on the Ark? Uh, it's almost done. <laughs> it's almost done. Is there still two of everything? Or three. Three. I went oh, nuts. Oh, my yeah. God. Wow. You are yeah. insane. You yeah. are insane. I, I, don't, I don't care anymore. And instead of the staff, you went with a hat? Uh, a little hat, yeah. Little. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, lizards. Hello, yeah. <laughs> Good morning, giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're so happy you're here. Um, and, and, you know, we don't waste a lot of time. We just jump right in with our little questions and things because we don't want to bore the shit out of you or anything. You don't want to just make a little small talk first? Not really. Hey, no, how well, are you? How are why? you? I'm great. Good. Next question. No, no. <laughs> yeah, what does it matter? I mean, you know, we're all, we're all kind of the same at the yeah. moment, aren't we? We're, we're all burning. Kind of, yeah. The same stuff, yeah. Um, but I wanted to go back to probably my favorite role of yours, if we could. Okay. Doorman in <laughs> Homicide Life on the Street. Why weren't you nominated? <laughs> you know, I was twice. For uh, Doorman? No. <laughs> I don't. I, 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 uh, I, this is the best part about that credit. That's yeah. not me. <laughs> no. God damn it. I, I, uh, I don't know who it is. I don't know who it is, but it's it's very it's very funny. Uh, I, I think it was like Homicide, Life on the Street. Maybe I don't remember anymore at this point, but I don't think that was me. I've no. had it before. I've had people go like Homicide, and I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Aww. I don't remember that one. So I'm completely, 
<laughs> I'm completely unoriginal as well as getting it wrong. So that's, that's no, it's, it's my favorite thing to bring up. I kind of love it. <laughs> I, I have a vague memory of doing something that Richard Greco was in once. So if that's oh, yeah. what it was, maybe it was that. Oh, well, it was very know. early in my very, very early. Well, way, like, let me ask what I was doing. Could it be well, nine the hard way? Is that what we're thinking of? Nine the Hard Way. Nine the Hard Way is a, a movie I made in college with a buddy that I think is only on a VHS tape that he has. Uh, uh, so he he got on IMDb and and put that there. Hi, Christian. Congrats. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it possible you did homicide and they had the same brownies in the green room? It's very it's very true. It also could have been Artie Lang or Mandy Patinkin. <laughs> <laughs> if they had a baby, did you ever about... want the, the musical what? talent of Mandy Patinkin <laughs> Mandy. and the addiction of? <laughs> well, and here you go. The <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Love you, Artie. Hey, I love you, Artie. So, so, but I wanted to. I, you know, I was saying to Gene. I, I remember vividly the first time I met you, and I don't think you probably remember the first time you met me. I think well, I SNL no the the tree lighting. That's right, and yes. and I was telling Gene that when we were we were rehearsing, and I looked over and I saw you like you were off. You were like where the people were standing, and I said to myself at first, I was like, God, that guy looks familiar. And he's like really smiling, and he's like looking, you know, <laughs> like he's a grown child. <laughs> yeah, and I was like. He looks so familiar. Who is that? I said to the person I was, you know, doing my hand. I was like, "Who is?" They're like, "Got it." He looks really familiar. And then Dave Goals kind of goes, "Bobby," and he like comes over. He's got, and he, I think he called you over, yeah. and then, and then you kind of came in to where we were, and, I and then I realized, I realized who you were. But well, yeah, were you? I mean, you've been a fan, right, of the Muppets? Um, this is yes, yeah, my my entire life. Uh, yes, I, I I was a weird. I had two pictures on my wall when I was like, well, I had many pictures on my wall, but I had two pictures. I had one of Lorne and, and weirdly enough, wow. I, and Dave, Dave goals. I, I was, I was a, I really enjoyed the Muppets. I loved Jim Henson too, but like I was diehard Gonzo from the start. I don't know why wow. I, well, cause he's a weirdo. Cause he was just the weirdo. And I think I, I, uh, uh, really, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. yeah Muppets, uh, Muppets and SNL were kind of the the big ones. As that's from if you, I dare you to try what? and find another picture of me where I'm smiling. I've <laughs> never, I've never, I've never seen my teeth in a picture before because. Wait, hold on. <laughs> or maybe you haven't. Oh, I have a Pepe one that I'm pretty happy in. Oh wait! Oh wait! Actually, there's a grin. There's a grin with Pepe, but a Doctor Teeth one. Do you have that? Or oh, I amazing! I have some Rolf. Got All right. You guys, when you guys came with Jason to SNL, um, no, yeah, I was a I was a diehard fan. I mean, I remember sitting upstairs at SNL and being like, oh god, like it's Christmas week, and like I got to write something good, and then looking out the window and seeing that the Muppets were, and just like running running full speed down the stairs oh uh, that's what you did oh, oh my god 100% i just ran up to the side and was just <laughs> I, I, had, I think i had i had i had seen dave goals on the street wow. and i was like mr goals and he was like yeah and i was like my name's bobby moynihan and his son recognized me from snl and i was like it was a he was very confused but i was just oh, like I oh he, my gosh 
<laughs> oh, then I then I confuse it. I thought he knew you already. No, this was this was before. This was before that. Oh, happened. I see. Oh, I and see. And then okay. I ran down, and he he remembered me, oh, or he saw me, right? right. And, and I got to come take that picture, and that's that's the happiest I've ever been. <laughs> but so, then, oh, I'm just sorry, gonna say, the, but the other poster, the uh, of all the people to choose from Saturday Night Live, you had Lauren. That's an interesting choice. Well, yeah. Well, I, I, well, it's, I don't, it's funny. It was like a picture of, it was a black and white picture of the studio with the, the crane chair said Saturday Night Live. And Lauren was just like, I think it was just like a cool picture. I wasn't like, right. Lauren Michaels, what a businessman. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I loved, I, I, I loved it all. And like, I knew yeah. who Lauren was, but like, I used to listen, I used to tape it off the TV and listen to it. Like, right. Who yeah. were the who who were the um who were the big kind of uh people on Saturday Night Live when you started watching it? I feel like you know Hartman, Eddie Murphy. No, like Phil Hartman, oh, Dana Harvey, like a little bit, like you know, like that kind of started it, but like mostly right. Farley and you know, I think like when I was in high school, college, like really like when I was watching, like leaving, not going to college parties because I was staying in my dorm room to watch SNL right. Like, right, right. Or, or bartending at Pizzeria Uno and just with five customers and just sitting there watching <laughs> SNL and going, maybe, maybe someday. Yeah. yeah. You know what's interesting about that is when I was in college in the late 70s, the parties uh, convened around the TV for Saturday yeah. Night Live because it was so fresh and new. Yeah, and it was. I remember seeing cool. Devo on there for the first time. When I told my when I told my father I got Saturday Night Live, he was like, "It's the one with uh, Mick Jagger." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I guess. Yeah, sure." <laughs> he was like, "You got health insurance?" I said, "Yeah." <laughs> That's the one where the guy trips and falls. Yeah, to be President <laughs> Ford. Is that the they, one? They taped that day. It's not fine. <laughs> <laughs> right. One of my favorite things is um, the uh, what, what's the the the, the challenge show? I, I, I'll jump to my favorite part, which is you trying to run across. Oh, the American Ninja Warrior! <laughs> yeah, Gene, have you ever seen this? I didn't see that one. He's a contestant on American Ninja Warrior, and he uh -huh. just is just failing immediately at every uh -huh. challenge. <laughs> it was James Anderson and Kent Sublette, the, these two writers at SNL. We were having a conversation about American oh. Ninja Warrior and about how, like, there's always some some story, like you know, like I'm here because I just overcame some sort of right. disease or some, or like my town just had a hurricane, and it was always like some horrible story. And it's like, so I'm doing it for them, and then they just fall immediately. <laughs> and we thought that's why we wrote that. But it's so funny because he's just, he tries so hard. I mean, literally tries to run across water. Gonna, I, I wrote it down. I'm going to look it up after. Oh, my God. It's the best. So you, you um, were there for nine years. What, yeah. Did you, what, every summer hiatus, was there always that in the back of your head? You know, am I going to get the yeah. call that this is it? Yeah. I guess really? that's in everybody's mind. Yeah. You know? I'm, I'm still nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it was wow. nuts. But it, was, it was auditioning. It was auditioning every single week for a, a show that you're already on. Yeah, wow. you know, when I when we when the Muppets came, we did the thing with Siegel. Mm -hmm. I uh, I don't know how, but we had a chance to go up and sit in that exterior room outside mm -hmm. of Lauren's office. 
and we were sitting there and 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 all i saw were you would hear like and then and then like two people would come out like not not really happy and just leave <laughs> like it was they were cut or something it was just i was well, like you, oh my it's God. like yeah you wake up monday morning like maybe this is my and you just spend the entire week hoping and then at 10 49 a half an hour before you're supposed to go on live tv it's either like the best moment of your life or like oh, i gotta go put on a happy face like it, it was right like, i was trying to wrap my head around that process when we were there because they were saying like you know what uh seth we may not do some of this stuff in the news section with yeah. them we may not we may cut you guys because it may we're like okay uh -huh. oh i've been uh -huh. in i've been in costume and they're like we're not doing that anymore I'm like, oh what? When did that happen? And they're like five yeah. seconds ago. And they look at you like five seconds, like you had a, the world. Like five right. seconds, 10 seconds at SNL is three minutes in the real world. <laughs> uh, wow. You know, wow. it was, it definitely had that happen many, many times. Did you ever have the opposite happen where they were like, no, we're not doing it? And they were like, why aren't you ready? Uh, yeah, 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 a little bit. I, I, there's, I mean, there's a famous one. There was one sketch where I was in a full cop uniform and they were like, we're not doing that. We're doing talk show with Ravish. It was the Jude Law show. And I was like, what? I had to get like a full tux <laughs> beard and a turban on, which now I'm realizing, thanks SNL for making me do that. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but you can watch it online you can watch the commercial break because when when the when it started fred is standing there and it cuts away and when it cuts back he's sitting in a chair and it cuts away and when it cuts back the desk is there like they had to oh keep you see the walls coming up behind him and for the whole sketch you see fingers on the side of the wall because they didn't have time to clamp it oh, so you could just wow. see them the wall up. and like you, you see me you literally see me go <laughs> 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 like and they have yeah. the whole they have the whole commercial break online because it was just like it was nuts it was like that was wow it was wow. live tv it was scary but it was also the i mean the the greatest i'm sweating yeah, right. about it. do you have a favorite character that you created or a sketch that you created that you always go you know what i wish i could have done more of those or i really wanted to explore that character more i mean yeah, of course. I mean, Drunk Uncle is very close to my heart yeah. for the sole reason that, like, Colin Jost was just, I mean, one of the most prolific writers in that. Oh, one of the most prolific. Oh, my fat little chin. I miss it. <laughs> uh, uh, Colin Jost is one of the greatest people ever made. Um, really? And, uh, yeah, he really is. He's really just the best and a gentleman and really, really smart and really, really funny and he was just so good to me while I was there. And I just remember him going like, you want to do an update thing at like five in the morning? And I was like, I'm tired, man. Like, and he was like, well, I got to write an update if you got an idea. And I was like, I mean, like maybe this, maybe I do like a, a drunk guy. Maybe it was like, it's, a, it's like the drunk uncle that everyone hates or something. And like, <laughs> and he was like, I'll see you in an hour. And like, he wrote a bunch of jokes and we kind of, it was just so, I, I remember I had worked on a sketch where I was like, I think I was a, uh, I had I was getting married and I had, I had gone to get fitted for a suit and the guy's name was Lionel and he had an L on his shirt like Laverne from Laverne <laughs> and Shirley and he also had an L on his cufflinks and he mm. kept telling me to not waste his time so I like wrote this and I was like this man fell into my life because he <laughs> and I spent 
I spent a day, 15 hours, like writing it, and I was just like, that's going to be the one. And then it yeah. bombed at the table. Just oh, bombed. No. And I remember, I have a very distinct memory of being like, well, I hope that drunk uncle thing is funny. My favorite thing with drunk uncle, you do something with your eyes where they just go completely dead for a few <laughs> seconds. I don't know what you're doing there, but it's, it's my favorite. Thing. It's my favorite thing to do. It's just not being able to focus, and you have no to keep focus. pretend <laughs> that the, the cue cards are always moving. <laughs> you know what Dave Goals and I act. Speaking of Dave Goals, he and I always do to each other is we um, we look at each other's we look at their are each other's foreheads instead of yeah. into our eyes, or just <laughs> just off just right somebody's off. eyes. It's always so much fun to do because people are trying to either get in it. Or they're just freaked out. This is something I do in real life. When I don't like somebody, I constantly look at their shoulder. I do. Uh, if I'm, or if someone's that. giving me a hard time at like a store, I'll just start look glancing at their shoulder because they automatically start going. <laughs> <laughs> and I like to, and I that's my way of getting revenge. <laughs> Can I mention another one of my favorites of yours? Sure. Because I know people like this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. that was, that was me and Colin too. Colin, Colin, uh, went to high school with a guy named Anthony Crispino. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, uh, he was like, he, he came up to me and he said, what about, what about a guy that just gets all of his news secondhand? We call it secondhand news. So all <laughs> the news is wrong. And it was completely his idea. And I was just like, that's hilarious. And he's like, what do you think this guy would sound like? And I have my... I have a very distinct memory. My dad would go like this. My father would go like, "Yeah, hey, you pass, you pass me the salt." And I was like, <laughs> "Why is it a secret? Like, what? Who, yeah. are you, who are you looking for?" Like he used to do this, this kind of weird thing. Like he was looking over his shoulder before he would ask you a question. And I just kind of threw that in, and then like I think like the first time we did it at dress. I was just having so much fun with Colin. We had never done it before. I was having so much fun with, uh, was, uh, it wasn't Colin. It was Seth at the time. Um, I just started going like, ah, like I just started messing around with him. And then that ended up like at dress. It was like, let's keep that. And we put that on air and like, yeah, that was another one of those just magical. Yeah. All that wow. stuff in SNL that was just like you would work for two weeks to try and create something, and it never worked. It was always three right. in the morning. You said something stupid to somebody, and they would go, "Maybe that." Like, <laughs> and so, so is that how that works then? If, if let's say Colin is doing update, is he kind of the one who decides what bits and pieces are going to be on there and who he wants to work with? To ask to do sketches, is it his plan? No, I mean Colin was, and Colin. I, like, I feel like, you know, Seth to me was the captain of the ship. Seth Myers was Seth, Seth, Colin and Keenan Thompson were like, right. for me, like who I learned the most from Seth was just a genius. He was very good with people. He was like, he was always, it's a very scary place and no one holds your hand and tells you what to do. But Seth did. Mm -hmm. And mm. Seth understood that. And he was always, even at his most annoyed at four o'clock in the morning, he would sit down and, and help you. And wow. Colin was Colin was kind of the same way. And uh and Keenan just I learned from Keenan just like, hey man, you got the show. That's it, you know, like relax. Like, you know, right. it's like now now you should just be a good soldier and have fun. 
you know, it was right. like, it gets, it gets to you. It gets to you when you're like, I tried hard. And they're like, you're not doing it. Like you start to get like, I'm not good enough. And yeah. Keenan was like, man, you're here. Like he was, he was always right. just here. And like, 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 um, like you're here. Yes. Well, that too. <laughs> 100%. The ironic thing is that when you get in that frame of mind where you just think, oh, I, I don't care anymore. That's when you're, you're most relaxed and your best stuff comes out sometimes. Oh yeah, there, I mean, like I, I, some of my favorite sketches were in my last season because I, I, I truly mentally was not available. <laughs> there's a, there's a sketch if you watch it. It was with the Chris Pine episode where it was like, Keenan is Neil deGrasse Tyson. I don't know why. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's he's like hosting like masterpiece theater or something, and it's like all about an old episode of Star Trek that oh. never aired and it was like they're gonna air this lost episode of star trek that never aired and it was the whole thing was the director's brother wanted to be an actor and, and his he was like an italian guy named it, it made almost no sense and the whole joke was <laughs> i was spock's brother named spacco and i was a it, it made no sense but it's, <laughs> it's one of my favorite things i got to do on there because it's it, with brian tucker another person who was amazing but uh it was just so silly and like when I when I watch that sketch compared to anything else uh, yeah. I ever did on SNL, that sketch in particular is just me going like, I don't know anymore. I tried. I got on <laughs> SNL. Like I I had a great time. Thanks for watching. <laughs> it's very just like that's me. I guess that's what I brought to the show is weird Italian characters. Right. That's awesome. <laughs> but, I love uh, that. Yeah, I always loved like weird ones that I got on at like ten to one. Or like like the Hobbit Office or or the uh, um, undercover boss with Kylo Ren like that one like those ones where those were the big ones for me where you got to step into the world like it's like you love Mad Men and now you're in a Mad Men sketch with people right. from it or like that yep. that Star that Wars really oh I I mean there was a year where I wrote five or six Star Wars sketches and they all got on because it was a because. You know, it was like it was like the half a minute where Lorne acknowledged that nerds watched Saturday Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> I loved uh, one of one of my favorite concept scenes. Your uh, uh, skits, sketches you're in is the one with uh, Trash Yard Mutt. Oh yeah, yeah, that <laughs> one. I mean, it's, yeah. The funny thing is that was the Rock's idea. Oh yeah. Oh really? I, he probably yeah. always wanted to do that, right? His whole thing was like, his whole thing was like, we always thought it was funny. Like we always talked about like a wrestling promo of what would happen if we actually started talking smack about the person's personal life. And we were, <laughs> and we were like, that's hilarious. Yeah. And we, I mean, that was uh, Rob Klein helped write that. Uh, I, it was, yeah, that's one of my favorite ones I was ever, ever in. Yeah. It's really good. Oh, oh my God. There's, you know what? There's like so many things we could talk. Can I just mention like a few different, just credits sure. and things. I, I can't believe um, yes. It's, I, it's also very weird. I don't. I've been a dad at home, so it's very. Yes, please do because I'm remembering slowly what happened in my life ten years ago. <laughs> well, all right. So, so you were. I mean, you do a lot of voiceover work. Yeah, but right? before you move on, before you move on quickly. Yeah, I, I want you to know something, and this is this is the truth. If I had to keep two pictures from Saturday Night Live that I that I have, because like my two favorite moments on SNL, mm -hmm. I have a picture of when I when I left SNL of Tom Hanks and Alec Baldwin and Keenan carrying me off stage, which is the craziest <laughs> thing in the world to me. And the other picture that I have that I have framed 
is me during the blue jean committee sketch with rolf and gonzo because uh, that was the uh, that was the first time i had a i i like they cut to they cut over to the side for one second and rolf and gonzo are looking at me <laughs> and then it cuts away it's like a half a second long and that that like i was like i was that i'm 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 in the Muppets universe. Like I, uh, I, I lost it. Well, here I mean I can just reach actually right in front of me here and show you one of my favorite pictures. Oh, I mean, come on! There you are. That is the greatest. Gosh, can you believe that happened? No, I think my it was daughter, so. My daughter was twelve days old. <laughs> I remember. I remember a little, and she was backstage, and <laughs> you I brought died. like a, I brought an infant, and my favorite picture I have is her with uh in Sweetum's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> she was terrible. She I, hated Scooter. <laughs> and your 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 wife was so patient and just so sweet. She was like, she had the baby. She's like, oh, but you know, like well, here, let's get a picture the, over here. We uh, had the baby. Picture. We had the baby and flew and moved to California, and then a week, like, right. and then a week later, I was on stage with the Muppets, and like, I, I, I still That's don't right. get it. It was the craziest. <laughs> I, I think the, the O2 one was more emotional for me, definitely. <laughs> why, yeah, why do you think? Why was it so more emotional? Oh, geez. Um, the one at the O2 was different because the the first one was like I have to do this right, and like I was in it uh, a lot more. I was in right. it a lot more. So when we went to the O2, I had already done it once. People yep. in London don't, or people in the UK don't have SNL. So no one knew or cared who I was. We had a lot of core <laughs> cameos. It was like David Tennant, Kylie Minogue. Right. And they were doing like full sketches. So I had <laughs> giant breaks to just sit there and, uh -huh. and watch yeah. you guys and it, it, it was like, it was the best. And, and I also like had some personal stuff going on. I had a daughter and like, you know, it was crazy. Right. Like I, I remember looking down the line at a bunch of famous British people with tears down my face and them being like, I mean, it, uh, you're a grown man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was but, like. But Hollywood Bowl best. had Paul Williams. We had Paul I mean, Williams, yeah. which was awesome. Great. But I, I, I really love the Hollywood Bowl one because it felt, it was more nerve wracking because it was new and, and we weren't sure how it was going to go. And it yeah. just unfolded beautifully. Even when we messed up, it was good. My biggest know? regret was the Swedish chef scene was that like, I, I couldn't get it right until like the last show. We like finally really got it. And then I was like, <laughs> I'll get him in London. And I didn't get to do it in London. <laughs> um, but yeah, so let me just mention some things in case people like aren't aware of all of the things that you do and have done. But like Inside Out, right? Yeah. Uh, we Dave Bear Gold. Bears with Dave Gold. We Bear Bears, Secret Life of Pets, The Simpsons, uh, your Saturday Night Live stuff, Nature Cat with David Rudman. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, my son's favorite, David S. Pumpkins, Halloween <laughs> special and the sketches. Ridiculous. Uh, Godfather and, and 3. Oh, right. Godfather Um we did. Uh, we both had a, a little bit uh, of fun on Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. <laughs> Why you that? That's the. You know. You know that the, the best part is when I'm in the scene. One of the scenes that I'm in. I'm one of the um, uh, the men's rights activist, and I'm looking right. through a file folder, and your character's name uh, is on the file folder. 
It's like a little secret Easter egg. Like like we knew each other. Like we had worked right. together in the past. It was very right. very very little <laughs> Easter egg. Billy, um, while we're while we're doing this, do you want to do play our pick a number so we can talk about oh, some of the ones that come up? Yeah. Okay. All right, and then well, we should talk about Lofi. We should talk about yeah, Lofi for sure. But um, yeah, let's. We're gonna play a little game called pick a number. Can you guess what it's how it works? <laughs> uh, F. No, no, that's a letter. I did a letter. Gotcha. You want to do a number? A number between one and twenty-one. If you okay. pick a number, spin the wheel. Let's see what comes up. I got it. Am I supposed to tell you, or do I keep it to myself? Yeah. Well, Wait, you can I'm, show I'm, the audience. I'm reading a five. Uh, it's a. It's the number nineteen. Okay. Oh, well, this is kind of fun. Boop. Yeah. What? Oh. oh boy. <laughs> Can you take wow. us through? Where, where do you want to you start? Go from left yeah. to right? This is called, I can tell you what this is. This is called Bobby picks costumes he wants to wear and then reverse, <laughs> reverse engineers sketches around them. Got uh, it. Awesome. I mean, the, 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 oh yeah, I could go through. The wow. penguin is awesome. Uh, oh, yeah. can I ask you something? Yeah. Can I just ask you something? Sorry. Yeah. I just, and Gene, let's leave this up. But um, the makeup process oh. on SNL, like, do you do you have to plan? I guess you do. Like to get into the penguins' makeup, don't you have to know that you're not in like the next two sketches or something because you need to get out of it? Or yeah, that's, that usually, that's usually at dress, and then on air, it all just falls apart. And like they 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 they, I would say yes, they they definitely try and make sure that you have time, but yeah. I definitely became somebody on the show who became like they were kind of like bobby will put the makeup on <laughs> you know like like bobby won't complain about putting the makeup on i also i did like i had like two years where i did snooky so they had to paint like right. I, it would like in a commercial break they would paint me orange put nails on do my whole face the wig and then I would do it, and then in the commercial break, they would have to wash me off. Like, there's a couple sketches where you see where, like, my knuckles and my ears are orange. Oh, like, my you, God. They, they missed a couple spots, but, like, I remember that wow. mask one. That mask one was hard. That The one where I was the mask with Jim Carrey. Oh, really? That one was, like, maybe the roughest one because there was a lot of makeup on that one. Wow. Um, so, yeah, but, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Can you take us oh, through? Oh, no. Like it's just, this is crazy. Uh yeah, uh, me and Taryn Killam, when Michael Keaton hosted, we lost our minds and we wrote a we wrote a pre-taped sketch where we just kept begging Michael Keaton to play Batman with us. And <laughs> they were like, we're not gonna do that. But then like all of a sudden it became it somehow became the monologue. Oh my god. So like we turned it into the monologue, but then there was still like we wanted to do the pre-tapes, so we essentially just talked them into letting us do these shots so we could get in the costumes and have pictures right. for the rest of our lives. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. like me and Taryn just loved Michael Keaton and me and Taryn loved each other and loved writing together. So that right. was that one. Um the the Gonzo one, I mean, that's that's my first year on the show, and I I I wanted to play Gonzo and uh, Seth Rogen was hosting, and he had he had been on oh. before. He he had been on before and played Rolf. Oh right. And, uh, he was on with Andy once, and he played Rolf. So when he came back, uh, 
I was like, he's already played Rolf. Maybe this will work. And I, I, I wrote a sketch where the whole joke, it, by the way, very different address. The whole joke was the Muppet bus driving down the street and they got involved in a hit and run. Oh. But the, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen this sketch. Uh, you're, you're behind a wall, though, right? Isn't well, everybody it, like? It was like the, it was supposed oh, to be the front of the bus, the electric main. Oh, it was the. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh, okay. And right, right, right. Driving, and we were all in the bus, and the whole at dress when I wrote it, and like to Lauren's credit, Lauren cut this, and at dress when we hit the person, a big puff of yellow feathers and a bimbo. <laughs> Uh, went flying, and the whole joke was my idea was that we had hit Big Bird when he was Big running. Bird, yeah, right. and Horn was like, "No, even at eleven, <laughs> even at eleven thirty, you don't hit Big Bird with a bus." And I was like, "Now I look back, and I'm like, that was awesome." But yeah, like, that, was, that was just that was that was fifteen year old Bobby wanting being very selfish and wanting to shoehorn away in to play Gonzo. I still have that Camilla. It's right over there. <laughs> Are you doing? No kidding. But do you? But but wasn't there another one where there was, like, oh, oh there I, was, there was... I, I wrote a couple Muppets one. There was one with uh, um, Blake Lively uh, hosted, and it was the oh, monologue. Okay. It was the Christmas monologue, and we were all in front of like a, a wall because the whole joke we were tr we put that wall there because the joke was they were Muppets. So the whole joke was the wall was there so that because we wanted to be people there. And I was very proud of myself because I only moved like this, like there was rods. <laughs> like I only moved like a puppet, and I look like a maniac because no one else is doing it. <laughs> Kristen Wiig, can you just talk a little bit about Kristen Wiig? Sure. I, I, I'm just I, 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 wa I met her when we did the show at the after party, huh? and I was really uncomfortable because I was just so taken with her talent, and oh, yeah. you know, I, I was, I, I felt like this little schoolboy. Even though I don't know what I'm, I don't know how, many, how much older I am than her, but you know, like I was just like, wow, you're amazing, and I just probably drooled and walked away. I don't know. Watching her work, man, it was. It's like it's like watching Gilda Radner and Will Ferrell's kid. Like um, she just she just was put on this earth to be on that show. There was nothing she can't do. There's no impression she can't. Like you know, she was just she's just one of those people that was like, just. You know, like it doesn't matter what she did, just as long as she was on camera. Yeah. She I always, think, right? always knew I think what Bri to do. Oops, sorry, go ahead. No, she just always knew what to do. She was. I was just gonna say, I think Bridesmaids is one of the best comedies in years. I can watch she, that over and over. I mean, like, besides like Will Ferrell and Tina, like, and I maybe Tina Fey. Other than that, like, she might be one of the, the best person to ever come out of, of of Saturday Night Live as far as just skills. Like Tina, her, like there, there's. Kate McKinnon, and such too. original, such original characters, characters that you would never, they were like like you know, like sometimes you feel like there's characters that you are hints of other characters that you've seen, mm -hmm. but there's something just genuinely original about Wick whatever character. comes out of her. Kristen Wiig, yeah, 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 they're Kristen sure. Wiig characters. They're like they're oh, I see. She created right. her own kind of language, right. like. Right. comedy language it's like you know when you're watching something written by tina and robert carlock or you know when you're watching something you know uh written by tim and eric like you know like like Kristen. Right. Had, Kristen had that she had but also Kristen was like an assassin you would put she'd have one line and uh, yeah she was she i love i love when her and fred armison would do the the songs yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 i pick another number them. 
I was going to ask if maybe you liked number 14. Okay, let me, let me think about a number. I was, was weird as I was, I was going to say 14. Right. 14, here we go. This is a good one. I can feel it in my bones. <laughs> da, da, da. Woohoo! Ah! Lofi! I like Lofi. Who designed Lofi? Um... Gosh, I I don't know who I, I I drew the original ones and then oh, they kind of morphed into morphed into into newer ones and then yeah uh, that hat was added later. <laughs> uh, um yeah, Lofi's and, insane. And so tell us, can you tell us about Lofi? Because I remember we had lunch back before COVID arrived. Yeah, and uh, and you were telling me about this, and you were like, I just went and pitched the thing. I think you literally like did the day before or something. Yeah, I think I had, I. Was, going to do it the next day um for the next yeah. day right right yeah uh, lofi is a uh, a uh, uh, a single father and uh the new york city's number one weed dealer and he lives in a tank <laughs> and uh uh it's yeah it's a weird improvised show uh, about a weed dealing manatee um that's uh zookeeper dan played by jay farrow uh, uh -huh. and uh they hate each other, <laughs> but they, there's a love. They're Batman and Joker. Um, they also look extremely alike. I wonder why. <laughs> mm. uh, so you said you said improvise. So you improvise a lot of it. Um, yeah, we. I I I I, uh, I used to love. Um, still do. Doctor Katz, uh, professional therapist on Comedy Central. Right. And and uh, that was like it was the whole thing was. Dr. Katz was a therapist and different comedians would come on and they would just kind of improvise and animate around it. And right. I really wanted to do something like that. So of course I, <laughs> I had had this loafy idea, but I went like, you know, if you can't leave his tank, he's in one place and like, we can always have to come back there. And I just thought it would be fun. So we kind of did it like curb your enthusiasm. We were where, yeah, we called people in and we were like, so this ep in this episode, uh, Lofi needs to get an instrument for his son for a talent show. And then we would just right. improvise a bunch of stuff, see where it went. And then at the end, I would kind of make a uh, um, a radio play, right. kind of like put uh -huh. it all together, and then I would hand that in, and then they animated it. Oh, nice. Wow. Wow. Well, I, I got to tell you, I've had a great time doing that show with you because I love my character that, that you gave me. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, that's, what happens, <laughs> that's, what, that's what happens when you when you get real excited and offer people things, and then the budget comes in. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you, I, didn't, I, you didn't offer you didn't offer me. I'm just I'm teasing you because I you know I didn't I, ask I, you. No, no, I no, probably no. didn't no. ask you because I was afraid to because I thought you were going to say that. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just well, talking with you. If I, it gets picked I up, just, I'm going to ask. <laughs> oh, no, I see. But, I knew that would work. Yeah. I but he asked now, me. I did he asked, that. He asked me. Uh, you both do it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank now you. you. Asked Gene. Yeah. He's Lofi. Oh. We recorded mine, but just, just Gene is Lofi. Yeah. yeah. I, Gene. I take it in another direction. It's more like, hey, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so wait. So when is it on? Is it on now? No, not yet. Yeah, you can watch when it now. It on? Uh, it's on uh, Comedy Pretty Central good. YouTube. Yeah, it's on. It's online. You can check it. Check it out now. Go on YouTube. Type in Lofi. Uh, uh, next week is the the last episode. Did you uh, did you happen to bring any of your uh, famous memorabilia along with you today, or did you I leave mean, any? I, I did. I mean, I I mean, I think you know me. I I, I have a lot of stuff. 
<laughs> I, I, that's all I ever wanted. This might be, right. I mean, my, my prize possession in my life is this, and I'm going to, I feel like I might get arrested, but. Uh-oh. What is it? <laughs> no, you won't. He's, he's much bigger. It's much bigger. The nose is a different color. And did you oh, use yeah, Cheetos? Yeah, yeah. Did you use That's Cheetos cool. for the nose? The, uh, oh, he's cool. Yeah, it's not it did, bad. It did a good job. He's just he's just about thirty percent bigger or something, right? I yeah. mean, he's just a bigger. Yeah. I mean, my whole house would be filled with these. They also, it's 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 amazing. You have a bunch of Muppets that sit there for ten years, and then you have a daughter, and now they're yeah. all ravaged, ravaged. Uh, this this was made for me at Saturday Night Live. Oh, oh that's great! <laughs> they made this. Oh my god! Now. Yeah, that's great. It's pretty. This oh, one they did a great one, job. Yeah, I have, a, I have a friend who's filled his studio with Muppet characters that he's had made. I mean, yeah. that's my dream. That's that's what I'm trying to do. Mm -hmm. That shot, that picture that you showed earlier, of when with the Hollywood Bowl of of, of finishing the Muppet Show theme song, like uh -huh, that's right. my dream. My dream is to just have the arches all around and have them there and, and lie down in the middle silently and look at all of them. Um, yeah, that picture. Um, you guys, one of my favorite things, and I, I wish I could take it down, but it's in like a really nice case. When I when I hosted uh, when I hosted. Um, uh, the Muppet Show. Uh, I brought all of the Muppets action figures, and you guys all signed them for me. So it's like, yes, that was that so sweet, so man. Beautiful. Um, this Aww. I just found when you were telling me to show something. I was like, oh yeah, I have huh. this, which I stole. Oh, is that from I stole this from oh, SNL. Script? When script? You, when you guys when you guys did the Jason is that what we taped up? Blog, you taped this up. This is this was Dave Goals's. You taped it up underneath. Nice. That's right. There you, you go. That's cool. Taped up underneath the piano, and when you guys shot it, like the second the commercial went and the chaos was happening, I ran <laughs> on stage under the piano, grabbed it, and the crew guy is like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and I was like, "I'm stealing props." <laughs> that's, that's, all gotta, that's great because Dave. I'm sure there's a lot of great little Dave notes in there too. Yeah, He's there very is. Very specific it's, about it. Yeah, it's it's uh it's it's great. Yeah, it's it's great. Oh, that's it's awesome. wonderful. I love it. Yeah, uh, I, well, actually, well, you know, I have the I have the um the record uh that i broke it, uh over my knee in the Muppet uh live shows when I in my Fozzy bit. Uh, oh, cool! Like Fozzie had his record and gave it to me, and I and I, yep. I, yep. I, I, I kept everything. I, anything. What do you like? What do you think of my T-shirt? That's, that's pretty amazing. You know, it's from it's when he did he did a CD called Truro Daydreams. Uh, Jerry three, Nelson. Yeah. Passed, yeah. Um, and they made these up for it. I didn't know that he did a CD, but hey, I did. Hey, hey, do you like my T-shirt? I do. I do. Oh, yeah. And I then, and hey, I, hey, I almost like played this? him once. Oh, yeah, nice. that's amazing. My little Kermit Bell. But listen, if I if I happen to end up on Lofi, this could be yours. <laughs> done, done. I don't know. Geez, there's just so much stuff. Like it's hard to even wrap up. I don't want to let you go. Thank you. <laughs> it's for, so good to uh, talk to you. No sweat. By the way, good. the new Muppet Show is absolutely fantastic. Oh well, good. I, I, I think there's some fun stuff in there. 
Uh, it it feels like the Muppets are are coming. It feels like the Muppets are uh, in charge of themselves again, and I'm I'm very happy about that. <laughs> well, you know what? I think I appreciate you saying that because it is true. It's it's kind of um, you know the 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 core of the Muppets is uh, you know at the Muppet Studio and the and the the performers are really getting to be a little more a part of that process, and I think you're starting to feel it, uh, which is great. So I appreciate, I appreciate you saying that. It, it was fun it's to do. To we had a good doing it. Um, but I, and I think hopefully we'll do we'll do some more. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, and maybe you come do those. Oh, anytime. The people deserve it. The people need the Muppets. Yeah, well, especially so now. Thank you. I know, right? Yeah. All right, man. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Peace. Thank you. Peace and love. Peace and Peace love. love. Bye. Yeah, that was cool. There he goes. Yeah, but, you can't even so, cover. We didn't even scratch the surface with all the work that he's done. I looked up. I looked up, and it was an hour. I was like, "What happened?" It just like flew. Well, he maybe we'll have him back down the roads or something. Maybe we can have him I back, and he can just do his whole collection. You know? No, let's something. not. I don't really. I don't like him that much. Okay. <laughs> he's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I, what I meant was oh. thanks for listening we're a podcast and a vodcast you can listen or watch the episode just go to the BarrettaBrothers.com that's B-A-R-R-E-T-T-A Brothers.com please subscribe, rate us and we'd love to hear your comments thank you thank <laughs> you